Hi, we're the Rewinders, and we just got done watching Scrooged. I'm Lee. I'm Joe. And now this is a movie that I don't really remember seeing as a kid, but I remember parts of it okay. as a whole. I don't know, what's it? What's it for you? For me, it was uh, I did remember watching it, and I thought I had a very good grasp on the uh-huh. whole content of the the film, but I I realized I really did not have a good grasp on the contents until I watched it again. Well, yeah, it's uh, 1988, so at the time, modern retelling of uh, A Christmas Carol. Yeah. And you're right, because there's so much adult humor and oh, yeah. Yeah. and things going on in here that I, I yeah. yeah. My biggest standouts were uh, Bobcat Goldwith. Bobcat Goldwith. He was uh, one of my favorites in there. And... Um, I can't remember her name, but the uh, punching pixie, <laughs> the go- the ghost of, of the present, uh, yeah. Carol Kane. She's yeah. a favorite of mine. And yeah. She's amazing. And like those were the big, really two stars of the movie for me mm-hmm. when I was a kid and growing up. That and the fact that I was watching a movie about making a live TV show. And, yeah, it's a really uh, we'll get into that, but it's a very meta yeah. movie. Yeah, and other things I noticed. But like you said, yeah, Bobcat Goldwit was great. Carol Kane was great, but. Bill Murray, not too good. No, kind of, it, 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 like he had lines that were good, but yeah. then the rest of it was just kind of like collecting a paycheck almost. It was directed by uh, a guy who did Superman, Richard Donner, and he did a bunch of movies, and hmm. there are, I don't know if you know, yeah, you know Richard Donner, right? Yeah. I probably know his movies, not you his You know name. his movies, but um, <laughs> he directed Lethal Weapon and a bunch okay. of um so stuff but, we'll be watching eventually. Stuff we'll be watching eventually. <laughs> but what I noticed was a lot of cameos of people that are in his other movies. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Since you've known this movie a little more than I did as a kid, plot? Plot. Yeah, you can, can you do it or do you want me to give it a, give I, it a I, whirl? I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll kick it off. Okay. So we have uh, Bill Murray, who is a young executive at yeah. a I, was it was it Chicago TV station? I think it was Chicago. It was IBC. He's you know they set it up that he's the youngest executive, and so he's got to mm-hmm. make his mark. And the movie starts off in an awesome way because That's I great. swear they totally just got the people who did UHF to do these little like punchy little, little, little shows at the beginning. And they were hilarious. Yep. Um, so yeah, it starts off, and you're, you're instantly the first thing that it happens is the uh, it's a music right away, and it's I recognize it. Oh, it's Danny Elfman. Danny Elfman, totally Danny oh, Elfman. Man, I used to like Danny Elfman. Now everything he has is the same. So it's la 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 yeah, la, yeah. la la la. Yeah, it comes in, and it's a Christmas scene. And you're in the North Pole, so you're wondering, okay, they're starting up. You're getting into the world, but then you're mm-hmm. right. Then you realize this is not. Yeah. This is not what's happening. Something like comets come flying out of the sky, and yep. then the $6 million man comes in with a chain gun. Oh, Lee Majors. Yep. Lee Majors. I, I also have to make a note that the punk elf in that first video was awesome. There's a punk elf? There's a total missed, 80s punk elf in there. I the punk elf <laughs> completely. It was a commercial for The Night the, Rain, the Night the Reindeer Died. And then it goes into another commercial right away for yep. the next show. I don't... It's Robert Goulet. Oh, that's right. It's, it was Robert Goulet. Uh, ro- uh, but it was, it's, it's called Bob Goulet's Old Fashioned Cajun Christmas. And he's just awesome. singing. He, he's just in the swamp. Robert Goulet. With the cheesy crocodile. Oh, it's, so, it's so good. And I want to watch this. And they had one more. And it was uh, 
uh, a spoof on Leave It to Beaver. It was Father oh, Loves it, Beaver. Yeah, yeah. And then it goes to the, you're right, the UHF style, uh, you, you'll, you'll, you'll love. love it. And I swear, Y-U-L-E. you'll love it was the probably. UHF yep. theme of their channel. It probably was. And <laughs> it was UH- the same voice, too. It was. They must have. When it, did it, U- UHF come out in 89, I want to say? It had to be around the same time. Around the same time. So maybe they, they saw this and thought, that's a great idea, let's do that. Yeah. Or vice versa. I, it made me giggle right off the top. Mm-hmm. As an adult, as a kid, I wouldn't have known. <laughs> yep. And then we find out that actually we're in a board. Yeah, we're in a board Boardroom. You have uh, everyone trying to appease the their executive, and they don't do it. He does not. Oh no no he those were fine those shows were fine it was the next one when they were gonna show them the the tease the, the for Scrooge. the Scrooge show yes and it was traditional traditional show and he hated it he he rips it and wants to do his own yep. which is typical eighties uh, everyone's gonna die because everything's terrible yep. let's look at all this bombs dropping and <laughs> yep and then Bob Cathcoat's character says. What is this? I can't do his voice. <laughs> yeah, but even a little more subtle. And that's I not know. even his real voice. He exaggerates. But, yeah, he says, what does this have to do with anything, <laughs> sir? And he says, it doesn't. It's great. It just shocks people. Yeah, and then he and then he fires him immediately because he's a nice person. Yeah. And it, it's actually uh, a decent Exchange. little thing on the media. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah right yeah. there. I mean, it's it's inflated. But it's it's a nice little commentary. Um, yeah, it's a show like we don't care. It's what we want to get viewers. Yeah. And uh, so their 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 whole plan is that Bill Murray wants to have a live broadcast of of Scrooge. Yep, and then with, incorporate shots from all across the world. Yeah, which their, their big plan to make lots of money. Yeah, and the only reason that's why it's live is so later on. Yeah, yeah, that that's basically yeah, that's the only reason why it's live because it was bizarre. I mean, hey, they're doing live shows today. That's true. I guess. I mean, so I mean, they weren't doing that really in the '80s, but now they're doing that. I suppose eh, it's a good enough reason. Yeah, that and Bill Murray drinks vodka and tab. In I wrote this that movie. down. I wrote down. Yep, he drinks. Yep, tab and vodka. <laughs> and we used to drink uh, tab and Captain Morgan. Skinny pirates. Yep. Gross. <laughs> I don't know I don't if this know. is any better. It's any better. <laughs> yep. Is it? I think he's drinking Stoli or something. Yeah, like yeah. Vodka. So he and his assistant is is a nice person. So what's the equivalent of in in the Charles Dickens? I don't. Oh, so because <laughs> um... they all have equivalents of. Uh, oh, okay, Bob Murray's is uh, is Cratchit. And... No, no, no. Wait, no. He's... The good guy is Cratchit. Oh, good guy is Cratchit. So that she would be. She but would be Cratchit. Cratchit is shared between that character on oh, the fire and and Bobcat. his brother. No, because there's always a bro- there's a brother in. Oh, you're right. There was a, a the young. The young did have a brother. He, he's yeah. yep, yep. Okay, so that that lines up. Sorry, <laughs> we should, I, uh, we should have done some research, man. This is no. a Charles Dickens classic. Everyone's gonna be like, "Well, you guys are dumb." Yeah. yeah, but yeah, Alfred <laughs> Woodard plays his assistant, and she is obviously a nice person too. And mm-hmm. like, I have to go home. My 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 kid has a doctor's appointment. Nope, too late. Doesn't matter. You have to yep. stay here. If I'm working, you're, you're working. working. So yeah, it just shows. Goes throughout showing how crappy, yeah, yeah jerky is the usual. It's the typical. You can't have anything you like about the person. Yep, 
during, at least in this character, in this phase, you can't have anything you like about them. Yeah, right now it's just showing, yeah, he's a giant, he's a giant jerk. They're trying to figure out how, how best to do this live broadcast, and then they go outside, and there's a, there's a, a bunch of people, uh, in your, no, they're in New York City, I think. Whatever, Chicago, it doesn't matter. Well, he, get, he goes to get a cab. The reason why I said Chicago yeah. is because uh, the big guy, the general manager of the station, okay, uh, brings in someone from the coast. Oh, I think you're right. To delegate duties to. That's right. Uh, even, even younger person yeah. coming in. Uh, John and Glover. They constantly say that. If you go out to the coast, if you go to the coast. That's I'm like, right. This has to be in Chicago. I missed that completely. I couldn't recognize the city skyline myself. Well, it so. really wasn't that important. No. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like you say, really important to show he's a jerk. But what I thought was funny is, and that's what I also noticed, is this movie is chock full of just cameos of people and friends of the director and just friends of everybody. But they go outside and they're, he's going to get a cab and he walks by a jazz band. I don't know if you noticed who is in this this jazz band. He calls them a bunch of bums. Yeah. It's like uh, Paul Schaefer, Miles Davis, <laughs> uh, David Sambor, and someone else I didn't recognize. Uh, I, I wasn't watching. I, I, I walked past and just wait. That's my. That looks like Miles Davis. Well, Paused I got, it, rewound it. I that got looks the like, idea that I uh, just was like, yeah, they're really good. Of course, he's <laughs> gonna rip on them because yeah. they're really good. And it's like I, I got, I got that element of the joke, not who they were. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then they go on set, get everything ready, and they have the gold, the, was it solid gold dancers? The dancers, yeah, yeah. And then they're wearing skimpy outfits. And, and the censor wants to shut them down. Censor says, you, she can't wear that outfit. You can see her nipples. And two stagehand guys are obviously... Ogling. Uh, no, but well, they weren't actors. They're were, they were probably actually stagehand guys. <laughs> and like, look, uh, these guys can't see your nipples, and they're really trying. And then they show, and... It's they aren't nipples. You can see your areolas. Yeah, I just want to make that clear. Yes, you could not see your nipples. No, so it's nonsense. <laughs> let 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 that go on television. Basically, it's it's constant chaos and craziness mm-hmm. in the set. And as a kid, I had no idea what was going on. I just thought it was neat. I thought it was neat too because you're kind of seeing behind the scenes. Uh, well, you and think well, you, what you yeah, think what you, is this is obviously how it must work. <laughs> obviously. It's just craziness. Go, go, go. Move, move, move. It doesn't matter. Um, 20 but, cameras. <laughs> yes. An angle everywhere. Well, they have to. It's live. Got to get backups <laughs> on those cameras. It blends back and forth as, as once he starts getting visited yeah. by the ghosts. I guess what happens next? So he, he's on the set and then he – does he get visited by – There's a lot of little things that happen on the yeah, set that you don't have yeah, to really it's... think about. I mean they set up the slapstick with the sensor constantly getting hurt. Yep. I think they just do a little tiny sprinkling on the set the first time and mm-hmm. then move on to getting the ghosts going. This version, it's uh, his old boss who died and he's a zombified Marley, right? That was the ghost? Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. And he, he died – had a heart attack on, on the, the golf, golf course. course. And he comes in. He, I thought the makeup looked great. Yeah, and he looked he looked amazing. Dusty, old. Mm-hmm. Goes in and starts making himself a, a rum drink of some kind. And uh, Bill Murray shoots, shoots him with him a, a bunch, the yeah. gun. <laughs> he yelled, which is funny. He just turns around and no, I'm here to tell you that the usual. You'll be visited by yeah three ghosts. He does something I didn't remember as a kid. And I thought it looked cool. Interesting idea when he threatens him and then picks him up. Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought that was kind of, yeah, he picks him up and then phases him through, through the, the window, window and then holds him outside of the, the building, which I thought was kind of cool. Yeah. That was different. Instead of just picking him up or, or breaking the window. Or just scary face him. Or scary face. I thought that was kind of cool. 
that you did that. And I mean, the movie has a lot of that little cool things, but not sustained. I also like the mouse kicking the ball out of his head. That didn't make any sense, because why is there a ball in his head? If He, he said he died of a heart attack. I don't care. It, it's cool. I guess. <laughs> you won't find me say that very often. <laughs> that a mouse in some guy's head is cool? Well, that too. Okay. <laughs> so then he, yeah, the zombie drops him. He falls, but he wakes up, and it actually, didn't, it actually didn't happen. Well, at least that. And the room is back to normal. The gunshots are. Yep. The, the door that exploded as the zombie came in is back to normal. The ghost called the phone to call his, his love interest. His yep. girl, his that's because I was like, girlfriend. the phone call happened. There's a phone. And that's call. how it happened. <laughs> so yeah. he's freaking out and leaves a message of, "I need to talk to you right now." Yeah. But then, of course, things calm down. He's back to his normal jerk self. Yep. Oh no, he's told at noon tomorrow the first. The ghost of Christmas past will meet you, or something like that. Something like that. So I think the next day she comes on set. She and does visits, come right? on set and visits, and mm-hmm. you learn his nickname, Lumpy. And love interest is played by Karen Allen, and I had a little crush on her after Raiders <laughs> of the Lost Ark because she played uh, Marion yeah. Greenwood. So it was nice seeing her. And as an adult, like because she's not movie star pretty, she's normal pretty, yeah. and that's that's refreshing now. <laughs> Yeah, in a way. I, I can agree. Yeah. In 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 the past, I mean, you had I mean Bill Murray as, but he, I mean, no, he's funny. It's different. He's a comedian. Anyway, maybe I still have a little bit of a crush on Mary. <laughs> but I I really like her. She's just really charming. I think. And <laughs> she comes in. Of course, she's a nice charity person helping mm-hmm. homeless people and just asking what's going on. And yeah. and she's totally opposite of what Bill Murray is mm-hmm. at this point. And they haven't seen each other in fifteen years. It was fifteen years. Fifteen Jeez. years. Wow. Yeah, it, it's... I thought it was not that long, but okay. Yeah, they don't act like it's been 15 years, but I mm. think that's a testament to how strong of a bond they must have had then as yeah. two people. Yeah, they obviously... Yeah, and he is very much still in love with her. And yeah. in the same way, because they ask, oh, are you married? No, never got married. You mm-hmm. too? No, never married. But then he has to go to dinner with the head boss, right? Yeah, he has to go across town. And go I think that's the first time, yeah. And then... That- then you have the, uh, which one comes first? The past? Yeah, past is always first. Past, past present, and future. Like I know. <laughs> okay, but that but that's the cabbie ghost. And the cabbie ghost. I like the cabbie ghost. I I liked him as a kid too. The the actor he had playing was was great. He had yeah old old forties uh, or fifties cat uh, yellow cab yeah, and. Yeah. Yeah, greedy teeth, and like oh, it has a chewing on a cigar. Mm-hmm. Before that, they were having dinner, and this is just one thing I, I I didn't know as a kid, and I actually had to look up because I was confused by this line. So he's at the dinner, they're talking business, and he's starting to hallucinate, and he sees a waiter on fire oh, because they had yeah. a, they had a flaming yep. food or whatever. He catches on fire. No one else sees it. He goes up to him and and splashes water in his arm or whatever. He's on fire, and that snapped out of it. No, he was never on fire. Mm-hmm. Bill Murray says. I'm sorry, I thought you were Richard Pryor, and then leaves to get into the cab. Yeah, you're right. And that went over my head, and I had to look it up. Apparently, at some point in the 80s, Richard Pryor was high on cocaine and set himself on fire and was running in the streets of L.A., and so that's the joke. Boom, boom. Well, that doesn't make it to today's market at all. <laughs> no. That joke now falls flat. Yeah, completely flat, like... As maybe if I was an adult in 1988, I would have oh, yeah. seen the news, known about this. Nope. But <laughs> anyway, sorry. Yeah. That's why I, I just thought that's why I wanted to talk about the difference between as a kid and an adult. Blah blah. blah. Oh, totally. But um, but then the I wouldn't have gotten that as a kid either because <laughs> I don't remember that happening. Mm-hmm. But then the Christmas past 
Cabby picks him up. Mm-hmm. He has elf ears, right? He has something going I thought he had on. Elf he ears. might have had elf ears. Mm-hmm. I can't be certain. And he tells him, yeah, he recognizes him. And how do you know my name? He says, because I'm the ghost of Christmas Pass. And he smiles and then he shows the. On the, console, the meter, the meter, yeah, and shows it. His name says "Ghost of Christmas Past," and then they're in the De- basically a DeLorean because then yeah. goes. Back. I, I, I like that a lot. Then they go back in time to his family's house. I'm you don't blanking remember? out on this right now. You're blanking I'm out. Yeah. So, so they go back into, about this right they, now. They go back to 1955, and oh yeah, it's Christmas. Isn't it's it? Christmas time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and he, he they see himself as a kid. Mm-hmm. And he's in front of the TV. So then you got, okay, that's why he, that's the only connection he had. That's why he's a TV executive. Yep. That's the only, because his, his mom is sit, is pregnant, sit, sitting on the couch, smoking a cigarette. Dad who comes home, which is great because he's played by Bill Murray's older brother, which is amazing. And then, what'd you get me for Christmas? Oh, here's five pounds of veal. Merry yep. Christmas. And it's just so sad and depressing. And even I play the sad music. Yeah. And everything. <laughs> Get back into the, the uh, cabby DeLorean, and then they go to 1969, and now he's working at the the office party. There's a big office ho- holiday party. Yeah. Okay, do you remember this? When you say these things, <laughs> I suddenly remember them. <laughs> this is. <laughs> or do you want me to keep going? Yeah, keep going. Okay, okay, keep You're doing going. great. All right. <laughs> so they have having a Halloween party. Uh, no, Halloween, a Christmas party at at the office. He, Bill Murray now has long terrible Longer, yeah, curly yeah. hair and uh there's there's the office slut uh Handy tina mode. of course and she's sitting on the copier but, but photocopies but photos <laughs> and she asked hey do you want to go get chinese with me and he says oh, no because yeah, he's hard at work he has yeah. to he has to keep doing this and he's all upset at himself now for not yeah it was a sure thing it. what are you doing man uh, boss tells him what do you stop working have a party come mm-hmm. on what way why are you messing around he's then he leaves to go deliver deliver, deliver something. something and this is when he runs into karen allen yep. and she boops him on the head with a door yep with the door open yeah. the doors he's walking on the sidewalk and lump, that's how lumpy. he gets his name lumpy lumpy yep and then immediately well, yeah they have that lock meet me yep. cute lock eyes and she says hey you want to get chinese food of course. He says yes. And then they hit it off really, really well. They go back maybe two years. They've been together for two, three years. And everything's going great. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. And it also, but it also shows that he, he is excited. Bill Murray is excited to open presents because he's never had presents like this. And she, and so they have a good, good little scene there. But their apartment is awesome because there's a swing in the kitchen. But then they go into the future a little bit more. Do you remember? And then they're not so well off at that point <laughs> yeah you can tell they're not well off he is now playing a dog character like in the in TV a, kid, show. a kid's tv show and he's trying to make it big and she's like well we have to go to this our our friends and family's christmas is it christmas eve why are they working on christmas eve doesn't matter it's story yeah it doesn't matter and then he says well i have the boss just invited me to go this is really important well this is important we have the families first mm-hmm. nope career and then that's when they split yeah yeah and he's just kind of oh well you know i'll try to get there if i can but this is important and he puts on a silly dog costume and <laughs> goes and does it and then he, and then i think that's it right that's i think that's oh, all the, of it the, for past. the cabbie stuff mm-hmm. so he's freaking out when it's going on but you're right then after after that's done he's in at the he goes and visits um karen allen at the at the homeless shelter. At the homeless shelter. And they, the people at the homeless shelter mistake him for an actor. Yeah. That he is not. 
and they want him. Yeah, so he does something from some show. Something weird. And overdoes his talking and moves his lips a whole lot. and So weird. But they all dig it. They loved it. Yep, the old lady who was the anger old lady from the Goonies. Goonies. Directed by Richard Donner. (laughs) (laughs) And um, the old guy who we see later on, um, he's got a little funny nose. I'm, I thought he was an actor in the old Star Trek TV show as a kid. You know, it doesn't matter. Okay. But he's there now, and mm-hmm. he's Karen Allen, and... They want to, like, hit it off yeah, right away. They, they, they have that energy both together that they mm-hmm. want to do this stuff, but then... He tells her to... Important stuff is going on for her that she can't leave for, which is a mirror image of oh, the yeah. earlier scene. Yeah, yeah. Where he couldn't home- leave. I have to take care of the homeless people. And he says, they're holding you back. Leave them alone. Go away. Uh, they're You could do better than this. Yeah, that they're, they're not trying hard enough. Mm-hmm. On the way out of the uh-huh. homeless shelter, though, that one of those guys that thought he was an actor is asking him for $2 That's so he right. can heat his home or his place. I don't remember exactly he how didn't. he said it. But just he wanted two dollars so he could yep. uh, afford to heat his place. I think is what he said, or something like that. Yep. And he just gets shrugged off. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and throughout this entire time, we see Bobcat who got yeah. who got fired. He's trying to he's just trying to, trying drink, to get, get drunk. By. He's just trying to get drink, and then yeah. a bottle. He has a bottle of alcohol in a <laughs> in a paper bag. Gets splashed with water from a car. It falls on bricks. He gave he donates blood to get money, and then passes out because he out donated too, too much. much. And oh, oh yeah, and he was trying to drink, uh, and then the the cabbie goes to Christmas past, steals steal it. it off his hand. So, so good, Bobcat's <laughs> great. Then the the, go, the next ghost comes in, right? Pretty quick. Yeah, it, it's pretty quick. I think he has like a minor freak out at work. Yeah, he's and on then set. She's. On set, I think. Yeah, because he he comes out and he's on set, and everyone's oh, wondering, "Hey, what's going on?" And, and they then call it goes break. Black. They call break. Everyone and leaves. He's upset because yep. he wants to call break, and then everyone leaves, and they shut off the lights on him, and he's like, "Hey," yep. and that's when Pixie Lady shows up. Yeah, see, I remember some of this stuff. I think what happened. <laughs> I'll I'll tell you what happened is okay. I watched it in two parts. <gasps> I understand. And I started getting tired during sure. the cabbie part. Okay. And then I shut it off and fell asleep, and then I. Next morning, I watched the rest. Okay, then you can do this part. Probably. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's dark, and then he uh, hears the – I'm just going to keep calling her the pixie lady because she's the ghost of Christmas present. Yep. Car- and, Carol, uh, Carol Kane, she's amazing. Yes, she okay. is. And she's one of my favorite parts as a child as well as wow. an adult in this movie. And for me, it was the exact opposite because she kept on punching him. Yeah. And that, again, it bothered me because I don't know if it's just that hero thing and why is she kicking him in the balls, punching him? But then you see a sign and it's the ball breaker suite. Yeah. Yep. But I love her. Starts the music, flies in, kicks him in the nuts. And that's her way of... Way of sending him through time. So good. She's amazing. As an I love her now. It's just... She stole the movie from me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then she takes him to, I believe, his assistant's house. Yeah, yeah, goes to uh, Alfred Woodard's house. And then you see how her family is uh, mm-hmm. having Christmas and how uh, it, they, they seem to be having a good time. But then you also see 
the fact that they're poor, yep. that they can't afford things. They and, want to do better for yep. their family, but they, they just have to keep hoping for, like, the next pay raise and stuff like that. Yeah, and Tiny Tim is is basically is her kid. Yep. And he doesn't speak because he Husband. saw her dad, his yeah, yeah. dad, his get, dad killed. get killed. Yeah, and Bill Murray's like, oh, I didn't know that happened. Pat, the ghost says... He was where she was wearing black for an entire year. I thought it was just fashion a fashion statement. statement. Yeah, then they're, they're having they're decorating the kid as a tree because it can't even afford a tree. So yeah. oh. it's not the first time they've done that. They they make it sound oh not again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it was still kind of cute, even though. I was... Well, yeah, they're showing that they're a really tight family. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. And then I she think punches she punches him, punches him in the, him. Punches him in the yep. face, and then sends him to his brother's house. Yes. Yep, brother's house. Brother's, brother's house. a cr- really crappy apartment with all their friends are having yeah. their walls are falling apart, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, they're playing charades. They're pl- no, they're playing troop. They're trying. Uh, is it trivial? Uh, uh, not tr- it probably is, but a trivia game of some kind. Okay, it was. It was a yep. game. They get there. The dog can see them. Barks, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he barks the, back. The younger brother is played by. Bill Murray's younger brother, so that was good. Makes and sense. I could tell that he was not a very good actor, but that's fine. Yeah, he did, eh, he did he a good fine. enough job. Mm-hmm. So they're playing uh, their game and their opening presents as well. They ask, you know, where his brother is. Oh, it can't be here. He's working late. I, I oh, him he's every, yeah. always working. Why do you invite him if he never shows up? You invite him every year. Yeah. And then he says he will always invite him because he's his brother. Oh, and then, uh, yeah, yeah. He says, "Here, open a present, present from your brother." And before Bill Murray was telling his assistant, "Oh, mostly only towels. like <clears throat> most people get towels. A couple, only a couple people get VHS or yes. VH, uh, VCRs. VCRs." And yeah. he, and oh, she snuck in and gave him a VCR. And what's great is Carol King goes and puts. Her fingers in his ears and tries to block it, so the the assistant doesn't get in trouble. No, no, she didn't do that for that. She oh. did that because they said, "What did you get your brother?" They asked his brother what they he got for really? her. Yeah, and then she plugged his ears so he wouldn't know what he got for Christmas. Oh, wow! I misinterpreted that. Yeah. Oh. See, I thought it was. I. I guess it maybe works both ways, but okay, I like your idea. That makes more sense now. That it's not an idea. Me. It's what happened. <laughs> you're right you're right i just missed it see maybe i was falling asleep at that time and oh. you were waking up so then it, there we go we cross paths brother raises a toast oh of course they toast uh he's such a good guy yep she, and she draws an x on his cheek she and punches him. him again that's great i thought that was the uh, early one what are she punches the toaster this oh time. she headbutts him oh yeah she headbutts him and then picks up oh look a lovely toaster wow yeah right oh so good it is, and now she go. He, but yeah, he's in the sewers, and um, there's great. So people are walking over him, and he says, "What is this, Trump Tower?" Ah, walk, walk, walk. Okay, but then he looks around for an exit, and he sees the guy was asking for dollars, and he's yeah. frozen, and it's really depressing. And I remember yeah. that actually stuck with me as a kid. Yeah, it, it did. It was me. very wow. That all he had to do was help him out just a little bit, and and and. Bill Murray's yelling at him. Mm-hmm. Why didn't you go stay with Kara? You would have been warm there. What's wrong with you? And then get, finds a door, and that's when he... Yeah. Then they go back to the, to the set, set, and... He gets a little bit perturbed at the younger guy mm-hmm. that's basically taking over all his duties. That's right. Because he's never there. <laughs> he's never there, and that's why the, the head of the, the company or the broadcast said well let's get this guy in here yeah and then the, the elevator opens and you see a, a puppet or a, a, um, a guy in an outfit that looks like the like a skeleton the ghost of christmas uh, future. future 
he freaks out screaming. And oh, no, it's just a guy in a costume. Goes up in the elevator, goes to his office, mm-hmm. and there's a, a wall of TVs behind him, right? Yep. And then I thought it was kind of cool that you slowly see a, a, skeleton, a giant skeleton hand. and Well, before the giant skeleton hand, uh-huh. uh, well, maybe it was at the same time, but uh, the difference was is those TVs have always been individual TVs this whole time in yeah, the movie. Yeah, that's right. And then in this scene, the Ghost of Future goes through all of them as though they're just one. one yep. So it was a nice, like, okay, it's breaking what you have mm-hmm. been constructed as being fact. Mm-hmm. And it was like, that's a cool thing to do. It looked really neat. And it's about to, and a hand comes out of the TV, a giant skeletal hand, but yep. then Bobcat comes in with a gun, yep. a shotgun. And he's pissed off and, and just wants to kill him. Yep. Wait, really? That's it. It's still hilarious. It's still great. And then chases <laughs> him around the office, shooting at him. And uh, uh, gets in the elevator, mm-hmm. and when he gets in the elevator, uh, the costumed ghost of cr- Christmas Future yeah. is in there, and it's totally not. You can tell it's not the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's actually the the cloak is way more intricate designed, and um, instead of having a skull face, I love the fact that it was a TV yes. face. It was great, and the effects that they do in that TV are yeah. wonderful. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it opens up his cloak to see, hey, who's in there? Because he, he was moving too close to him. He said, you know, this work, you can crowd me. If you're a chick, you can crowd me in the mm-hmm. in the elevator. But who's under there and sees a bunch of uh, the skeleton, the, the, the rib cage, and there's a bunch of uh, deformed, like, they're not really, they're not really people. They're definitely puppets, puppets or whatever yeah. of, of people that, other souls that he's taken. Yeah. And, yeah, then looks up at his TV face, and it's that. That was a really good effect, I thought, too. And then they... Are transported where they go down and oh, they go down. okay the first one i believe is to see his girlfriend in the future that's right and she is basically super powdered white in this fancy uh my fair lady esque mm-hmm. kind of garb at this uh dinner with other yeah. rich friends something. and she is a total snob and Saying how she's so glad she's not working with the poor anymore and shoes away a bunch of little street urchins. Because she says, oh, a friend once told me that I have to get mine, basically. And yeah. I did, and I'm, and I'm so happy. And she's definitely not happy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That goes away. Makes him upset. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then they get oh, back yes. in the elevator. Yes. They go down a few floors, and they go in there. He's in a sideways uh, asylum. Yes. And he sees his... Uh, Assistant. assistant visiting her son, who's a little bit older now, and he is obviously Demented. institutionalized. He did something, and he never speaks still. Yeah. He never got the help that he needed of his mental issues. And his mother can't see him ever because they never allow it. They mm-hmm. reference that by, I just got here. Nope, sorry. Visiting's over. Yeah. Yeah, because she's probably working so hard that yeah, so much that she, she has the little bit of time she has, she can't even visit her son. Yep, and that, you're right. And that one goes by pretty quick, though, because they just let that scene happen, and then he leaves, and he's mm-hmm. upset about it. Pretty much like the first one. And then the mm-hmm. third one is the casket, because that goes all the way to the basement. The yep. super basement. <laughs> the super-duper basement. And uh, it's actually a pretty cool set with like what looks like a whole bunch mm-hmm. of just uh, pillar, uh, straight. A lot of straight angulars and uh, granite or marble everywhere. Mm-hmm. And just the casket with the uh, incinerator at the end. It's a very 
powerful image. It was really well done. It shot really wide and big, and all you see is... Empty. Yep. No mm-hmm. one is there for him. Except um, just one person standing there, and he recognized her as his younger brother's girlfriend. Yep. And he's, oh, she's there. Oh, oh no. this must be my brother's funeral. And then he walks in. He's a little bit older with a mustache. Oh, then he realizes that mm-hmm. it's actually his coffin. And, yep, and he's teleported inside of it, and he's gone. Yeah, because he has a freak out that he's yeah. going to get incinerated. Mm-hmm. So he tries to stop it, and in the middle That's of right. stop trying to stop it, he ends up inside of it, and they set his legs on fire. And that scene was, I think, probably the scariest thing of the movie for mm-hmm. me when I was a kid. Just yeah. for the one, he's dead. He's in <laughs> uh-huh. a casket, and you're you're that imagery enough is well. I was, I guess, I was a little bit of a different kid where death kind of stuff I thought about way too much. But uh, and then set on fire on top of it, and still being alive. Yeah, and he's screaming the entire time. Yeah, pounding on the on the coffin. And then finally, he is actually. In the elevator opens up and he sees Bobcat uh, and he's yeah. I'm alive and then Oh the Joy plays for a little bit mm-hmm. and then yeah does he kiss Bobcat? Yeah, he I think? kisses him. Yep. And Bobcat's confused and he tells him that he's going to give him his job, job back. back. Everything's great. Yeah, usual and doesn't open a open a window and says um, buy the biggest goose, <laughs> but the equivalent. Yeah. Yeah. So then they head it down to the studio. They go to the control room. Yep. Where or he uh, goes. Yep. Yeah, Bobcat goes to the control mm-hmm. room to make sure they don't stop, and uh, Bill Murray's character goes down to the stage where he busts up the live sh- broadcast of Scrooge yeah. to make his I'm a changed man speech. Yep. And that's where this movie completely, I stopped caring. Oh, it was... It was so cheesy and bad, oh. and he's like, and all the camera, get the, um, Bobcat's in the, in the control with the shotgun saying... You know, get make sure he stays on the air, mm-hmm. which I thought was a little too violent and too mean. There was a lot of stuff. I'm just like, oh. And he's shooting the shotgun in the air around people there's in the control so much room. Bad and stuff that's, happening. That's bad. Yeah, there's a lot of there's kidnapping. That, there's hostage before taking. That, yeah, <laughs> before that, it's it's fine. He's shooting at Bill Murray. You know, he's not really going to hit him or injure him. It's more just to scare him. But now it's hostage situation, threatening people, innocent people yeah, that have no idea what's happening that didn't deserve any of this. Or yeah. maybe something do. Who knows? Oh, well, it's TV. Maybe, maybe that the the uh, <laughs> the person that was uh, uh, that was always injured was uh, the uh, she, the censor. The censor, yeah. She she. No. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, he's on on set and just starting talking. Non-stop. It's like the most rambling speech, which w- it probably would come out like that in that situation, mm-hmm. but, but wasn't it's, good. It yeah. I thought it was too cheesy, and he's just going around, just talking to everybody, like, yeah, I'm a change man, it's going to be great. Karen Allen sees on TV, she gets in the cab with the ghost, and he yeah, gets her there, gets her lickety there. split. What floor? Yeah, bit. Well, I, can, I can teleport anywhere, puts a cigar in his mouth, <laughs> gross, gross teeth. She's, she shows up, and, yeah, they're all standing around him, it, just it's all so very, happy. It's like, supposed to be a feel-good, mm-hmm. everyone's happy and kind of scene, but it just goes it on for so long. And it just didn't work. Yeah, I mean... For me. It has a very, like, we are the world kind of mm-hmm. vibe to it, but it doesn't sustain, I don't think. Today, watching it, it's just... it. Uh, it's, I'm all for that that feel-good moment, but that it just did not connect with me no, at all. Um, and, yeah, kisses mm-hmm. uh, Karen Allen. They, they're definitely going to be together. And then he starts singing singing a song, which just didn't 
appealing. No, like, yeah. Mur, 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 and that, yeah. Little hand. My, my note for that is Wasn't... cheesy '80s song ending, discounting all yeah. the litigation that's going to follow after this event is over. <laughs> mm-hmm. Unless yeah. it's all in his head when he wakes up. That could be because they just kind of then they roll credits. Yeah, and he's still looking at the main camera and still singing along with everyone, and they're all clapping along. Lend a little love in your heart. I guess I could look. I don't know the song. I've heard it before. You've, yeah, we, we've heard it. It's just, it's just not a Christmassy song to me. No, and I mean, it's a Christmas movie mm-hmm. because it happens on Christmas Eve. True. And it's uh they're making uh-huh. Scrooge, and it's they are characters who are basically characters from yep. that story. Yep. But nothing really else yeah. is Christmassy. I mean, yeah. they're sending home. This is the one time of year yeah. that you get to be a good person, but make it every day of the year. Okay, yeah, he well, says that in his, yeah. his speech. It's not a Christmas movie then. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's not a Christmas uh, miracle, really. It's it's. I don't know. I, I I enjoyed the movie up until that point, really, and then it just kind of fell apart. The only other good part I saw was you see he he looks around, and he can see he sees the like other ghosts they're staying off to the side, mm-hmm. and you see uh um the ghost of Christmas present is with the guy who di- froze to death and died. Yes, and that was good. He has angel wings now. And yeah, he's with her. So I thought that was a good little. Extra, he was like, the uh, the visitor who got his wings. That's uh. The, the bell rang for him. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I've never seen... Oh, It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. Okay. Maybe we could do that next year. Okay. And I'll watch it. I wa- the- I, that's one of my favorite that's holiday That's one of your favorites? Movies. I, Christmas see, movies. But I didn't start watching it until like a few years ago. Okay. Officially. <laughs> I saw it here and there. Oh, I've seen it here and there. I could tell you all about it and why I don't like it. But that's... <laughs> <laughs> and then you can hate me I don't for care. that. Nah, well... No, <laughs> maybe I will. Maybe you will. Maybe I will. Oh, beast! <laughs> this movie ends, and the the song goes on. Yeah, I yeah, and that's it. That's, that's it, right. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and I mean, there's a lot of little things that are happening through the movie mm-hmm. that are funny. There's a lot of little things, mm-hmm. but it, in the end, it just. It's such a blah movie with a lot of really good bits. A lot of really good bits, yeah. And not really, just remembering a little bit here and there as a kid, but as an adult, I did enjoy it more, I have to say. Oh, I I, mm-hmm. I think a lot of the humor is yes. a definitely more adult-based, mm-hmm. and therefore we get more mileage out of it yep. now. And having watched a lot of movies, seen a lot of the same character actors yeah, yeah. are in that, yep. They're, I, they're everywhere. Like, I'd want to you know, go through almost all of them, but there's so many of them. I can say I thought it was a much better movie from being a child's perspective yeah. than an adult perspective. I'd agree. This this did not age appropriately. No, it's it's definitely 80s. And, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, like it, it was worth watching again. I would, and I would say watch it. You'd say watch it? I would say watch it if, I mean, it's Bill Murray. He's not at his best, but it's still, it's still I think it's still an entertaining movie. Except for the end. You can say that. I'm going to say you okay. can skip it. Because right. in the end, eh. Uh, there's, oh, but it's true. There's some really good. You you know what? There's probably a summation video on YouTube. Hey, there you that go. covers all the good bits. Yeah. And you can watch that. You can go and watch that. And then when you're done with that, you can go to the Rewinders Podcast at Gmail and tell us what movies that you want to have us review. 
You can also go on Facebook, find us there. We're on SoundCloud and a bunch of other places that you can download podcasts from. And if you want us to be more in your face, fa- oh, in your face, like a radio like, jockey or something. No, morning jockey. No, I don't want to be like that. But no, if you, if uh, you think more people should listen to us, you should write reviews and yes. rate our stuff. Yeah, because it, it's going to be hidden in the background of the internet. We're nobody famous, and we, yeah. we're not going to be on no, Jimmy Kimmel no. saying, hey, listen to our, our silly podcast. No, that's, well, never, well, that's not going to happen. Well, maybe for other things you might be on Jimmy Kimmel. Like what? Oh, I have video that will I will be up. Oh, everyone's to, got some sort of video. Some, some video. <laughs> <laughs>